0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of Biology, Beyond the Microscope. My name is Katherine Gamewell. If you don't know already, this is a series where you will hear from different professors who will share their experiences and discuss what inspired them to pursue their research. Today we are talking with Dr. Stephen Hall. Dr. Hall is an Associate Professor in the Department of Biological and Agricultural Engineering here at NC State University. He earned his bachelor's in mechanical engineering at the state of New York at Buffalo, his master's in agricultural engineering at the University of California at Davis, and his PhD in agricultural and biological engineering at Cornell University. He is also the director of the Marine Aquaculture Research Center. As we begin, would you tell us what led you to want to become a professor?
1: Sure. When I was in seventh grade, Joe Healy used to call me professor, so I figured I better live up to it. But I also like the fact that I get to continue to learn new things and spend time with young people.
0: All right. All right. Um, So what was the research topic that you first became interested in?
1: (laughs) So I actually was a mechanical engineering undergraduate. And I went to work for a while, and then when I went back to grad school, I got really interested in alternative energy and, in particular, biomass conversion. So that's kind of what brought me back to grad school.
0: All right. And then um, what did you study in grad school then?
1: So I did a master's at UC Davis Mm -hmm. in California, and that was converting rice straw into bioenergy. Then I went to Cornell and I did a PhD in compost engineering. After all, for a PhD, you've got to pile it higher and deeper. <laughs> you will see I have lots of bad professor jokes. Uh, and then when I came down here, I actually did a postdoc at McGill University in Montreal, and I got into ecological modeling. And when I came down here, or when I went to LSU for my faculty position, uh, my, my work continues to be somewhat in the bioconversion area, but also aquacultural engineering.
0: All right. So could you talk more about what you do at the Marine Aquaculture Research Center?
1: So the Marine Aquaculture Research Center is a facility at Marshallburg, North Carolina, near Moorhead City. And we are interested in aquaculture, so culturing fish, kind of like on land, we have a thing we call agriculture, but really that's terraculture, that's growing things on land. And since the planet is 70% water, There's more space and more opportunity to do aquaculture. could be in freshwater, but we're interested in marine or saltwater aquaculture. A couple of things to comment about. We're very interested in sustainability, so we don't want to destroy the fish in the ocean. In fact, we would like to take some pressure off of the overfished ocean fish by having fish that were growing in a controlled environment and then we're able to supply people with good healthy fish, that does not impact the environment.
0: Yeah, very, very good goals there. Um, So could you talk a little bit more about your transition from what you said from mechanical engineering to composting engineering, which is apparently a a discipline all the way to marine?
1: Yeah, somewhere up on that bookshelf, there is a book (laughs) called compost engineering by Roger Haug. So you can look that up if you want. Uh, So it's a real thing. But yes, and I think what what you find with, and I guess I'm a little bit older than Dr. Nelson, uh, but what you find is that lots of academics do move, do they kind of, in the same general area, but they kind of slide as they go along. I was always a little bit disappointed. I, I am very mechanically minded, and I like that. of the job i think in three dimensions and mechanical things make sense but i always wanted to include some biology and my first job was very much just cut some metal put it together make it work it was very very mechanical and it was kind of too mechanical and Mm -hmm. i and i really got kind of tired of that whereas the biological is really much more interesting and we still oftentimes need mechanical parts of that. And so I, I bring that to the job. But how do we optimize biological systems? And really, I also have a little philosophy. We talk about working with the biology instead of fighting the biology. So in other words, think about the biology first. Think about what the biology wants to do. And then build the system, the engineered system that will enable the biology to do what it wants to do in a way that's still satisfactory for typically for our objectives.
0: Yeah, that sounds much more efficient, kind of harnessing nature instead of working against it. Yeah. All right. So what does a day in your job look like in C State? You, know, you got a <laughs> glimpse of
1: that, didn't you? Yeah. Grad students coming and going and undergraduate senior design, sometimes going out to the field. So I have a three-way appointment teaching research and extension so the teaching is usually kind of a traditional classroom sometimes non-traditional uh, doing something in a laboratory or doing something in the field or doing some distance ed but it's it's teaching in the sense that you think of then i do uh, research and my research i do a little bit of research on pedagogical things so research on how to teach better but most of my research is on these biological or bioengineered type systems and a lot of that's now related to coastal or aquacultural engineering. And then I do this other thing, called extension, and extension's kind of fun. The land (laughs) grants have it. I think it's really neat, and I think it's in its best version, it's a two-way thing. Take the latest findings in research, clarify them, make them practical, and bring them to the users. That could be to farmers, or producers, or industry, or government, or regulatory. Help them understand what the scientists are learning from the research but then it should also be the other way listening to the people who are out in the field what are the problems what are the challenges what uh issues are people having for example from the big storms hitting the coast Mm -hmm. and how can we then bring that back to the research people and come up with ways to to understand or deal with that better and then eventually bring some of those solutions back down so it should be really kind of a, a a communication, which is kind of interesting because way back when I decided I was going to be a professor, I didn't really want to communicate with people. I figured (laughs) I'd just work with machines and numbers, and I'd be happy. But now I do a lot of communication, and I'm really satisfied with that.
0: Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, So we're going to move on to a different topic. Um, Which direction would you advise NC State students to take when looking for research topics?
1: oh well first of all something that matters to you i think that's probably the most important thing so if you sort of say well i'm going to do this for the money at some point you're probably going to be disappointed and uh, but if you say i'm going to do this because it matters to me because i'm interested in this because i think this will make the world a better place because maybe from some personal reason but you have a good reason that you want to be involved then you're going to really want to do it and you're going to do a better job. I do think there is the other piece of it which is what we sometimes call aptitude or talents. And different people have different talents. So finding a place where you feel like I can do this well and I want to do this. And when you find that intersection then that's a great place to do research. Uh, NC State's wonderful. We've got research that we do with uh, everything from K through twelve, undergraduates, graduates, PhD level, postdocs—all levels of research that are going on at NC State.
0: Yeah, it sounds—it's really a great place to be. <laughs> really happy I'm here too. <laughs> so, what advice do you have for aspiring biological and agricultural or environmental engineers?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I have a funny story. So when I first went to work, that first job I had was mechanical engineer. That was back when we didn't know it was the end of the cold war. We thought it was the middle of the cold war and the stuff we built, there was another division of my company that was called the missile systems division. And it was exactly as bad as it sounds. And one of my mentors said, well, Steve, good job building the systems. Hope no one ever uses them. And it was really kind of cynical and and that was really kind of sad and it was part of the reason that I left that job and went back to grad school because I wanted to do good, not just not do bad. (laughs) Um, And so what I'm really happy about in, in bio and ag engineering in general is almost everything we do is actually about doing something good. Can we grow food? Can we do things more efficiently? Can we take care of the ocean? Can we take care of the land? Can we take care of the air? Um, can we add value to something? So, all of these things are really positive. Again, I would say within our field, I, I consider myself to be part of the ecological and environmental engineering within BioNag. And, and then, obviously, the aquaculture is a, a focus area. Um, but I think find something again that you find satisfying. I mean, you can see I have oysters catfish, mountain trout, hanging (laughs) on the wall, enjoy North Carolina seafood. So, like, these sorts of things that, frankly, like, I actually do enjoy North Carolina
0: seafood. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And so I think find something that you find that's satisfying and that you feel like you can contribute to. And you feel a calling to be there, and then you're going to do that very well.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you. That's excellent advice and a great great talk (laughs) is there anything uh any parting jokes you would like to tell our audience Uh, before we leave
1: gotta make a splash (laughs) ah yes yeah we got lots of bad jokes but uh (laughs) it is always a pleasure talking to young people and i certainly wish you all the best thank you thank you
0: thanks for listening and i hope you'll join me next time when i'll be speaking with dr terry gates in the department of biological sciences Stay curious.